Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Happy Sunday and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Russell Hargreaves. There's only one place to start, and that's on the south coast as Manchester United made it back-to-back wins with a 1-0 victory against Southampton. That in the day's early kickoff. Shortly, we'll bring you reaction from both managers and the former England striker Dean Ashton. But here's how it all sounded, live and exclusive on Game Day on TalkSport. Four-time whistle blows and Manchester United just about record back-to-back victories for the first time since February. I'm quite happy. Uh, of, I would say quite. I'm really happy because the team wins and in the end it's about that, uh, that we have to, uh, to have the standard to win games. And it was a long time ago United win a away game. Hey, there's something to do with uh, a mentality and we showed that mentality. We had uh, not one player in the team where I can say I'm not happy about his performance and this shows you after the game that you did a good job. It was a bang average performance. Some people will say, well, it doesn't matter. It's away from home. It's about getting the three points at the moment for Manchester United and Ten Hag. And they have done it largely with a similar team that beat Liverpool on Monday night, but without the energy, without the power, without the intensity and ferocity of that night. It's not coming overnight. And when you don't give 100% and if you don't play as a team, you will not collect points. And when we collect points, we will get more belief and the football will be better. I'm sure of that. They look more solid. They look like there was a bit more structure to their defensive unit with Casemiro coming on as well to bolster that. I saw a team performance, uh, the same as Monday, and that is what we have to demand. And, uh, and that is a really cool sign. We've got to remember that United are still a team that are in transition for all you know the big names that are in that squad. Eric Ten Hag is still very early on in his Manchester United career, and there are going to be those bumps in the road. But as Sam said, there are those positives. They did get the victory. And yeah, you're right. I think maybe they need to be judged after 15, 20 games. That when you, that's when you can really maybe just. But it's Manchester United. There is a lot to improve. <laughs> that is quite clear. But also. And that gives hope, and that gives also expectations. You see some wonderful football. Southampton struggled to get started in any of their games so far. 
this season. They relied on late comeback after late comeback, but no such luck today. The only thing that was missing was was the goal today, but sometimes uh, games like this happen in football and you have to keep on going. Just a lack of quality, that's all it That's all it was. Their play was decent, their build-up was good. United's future looks a lot clearer, having beaten Liverpool and taken three points from St Mary's. Southampton nil, Manchester United won. Look, they responded well, two victories. They'll forget about this very quickly. And Southampton can feel themselves a little bit unlucky today. Big compliment for this team, who play together, who stick together, and really act as a unit. You can be proud of, of what I've seen today, and, and uh, hopefully next time we are able also to, to make this, this momentum turning on our side and winning games like this. Well, Arsenal stayed top of the Premier League and maintained their 100% record in the process after coming from behind to beat Fulham at the Emirates. Here's all the reaction to the game on the Mark Goldbridge Show on TalkSport. Arsenal 2, Fulham 1, scenes of celebration amongst the Arsenal supporters and their manager Mikel Arteta marking his 100th Premier League game in charge with a comeback victory that takes the Gunners back to the top. Well, I believe that he could come uh, and I believe especially that we deserve to win the match uh, for um, how we perform and what we produce in the match. Arsenal are a different beast this season. The Arteta growth. I'm loving it seeing these Arsenal fans who've seen all or nothing and they've got they've stopped going Arteta and they're going he's a genius he's a genius. All of my players, all the credits to them. Mentally, is a big barrier to overcome that and and big teams have to know how to win in last minutes and and turn games around and we've done it today. I don't think Arsenal are going to win the league. I don't think Arsenal fans think they're going to win the league, but they could win the Europa League and they could well comfortably get into the top four. And I think for Arsenal, that's what it's all about. Great attitude from them and the commitment. Uh, and they know, I know that we'll play better in some moments as well. Uh, and all credits. Of course, the result is the main thing in football. We didn't take it, but I took many positives from the game. Early days, guys, but it feels like Arsenal are building something very special this season. A first defeat of the campaign for Fulham. It finishes Arsenal 2, Fulham 1. Today's other Premier League action Liverpool got their first win of the season after thrashing Bournemouth 9 0. Erling Haaland scored his first hat-trick for Manchester City as they beat Crystal Palace and 10-man Chelsea. They beat Leicester at Stamford Bridge. Here's all the reaction to the games on the game day phone-in with Jamie O'Hara and Gabby Agbonlahor on TalkSport. Absolutely wonderful stuff. Liverpool 9, Bournemouth 0. And that means they have equaled the level with Manchester United's record, which United got against Ipswich in March 1995 for the number of goals scored against opposition in the game. 9-0. So we had to prove a point. We had to prove a point for ourselves. Real humbling experience and one which is was, was pretty shell-shocking, really, in the sense of... The result. Look, I'm a bit worried for Bournemouth this season, Sam. I have to say, you could end up being the whipping boys a little bit. I'm probably not surprised too much, to be honest with you, in the sense of the levels that we're playing against here and the quality is just far greater than, than what we have at this present moment in time. I don't judge the players too much because look at the difference in class. You know, It's not the battles that Bournemouth are going to stay up this season against Liverpool, but losing 9-0 is a bit... It's hard on you fans, isn't it? You know, I feel sorry for the fans. I feel sorry for the... For the players, to be honest with you, because at this moment we we're just a little bit underquipped uh, at this level from where we've come from for what we have. I'm calling in here, but to be honest, I'm absolutely speechless after yeah. watching that. Travelled up yesterday, about an eight and a half hour journey from Bournemouth up to Liverpool <laughs> yesterday. Of course, I never would have thought that we could we could come here and and get beat nine nil, but 
It's a young, inexperienced team at this level. That is unacceptable. You must be driving home from that day thinking, why did I make the trip to come up here? It's a long journey from the South Coast all the way to Liverpool for the team to put in a performance like that. It's not good enough. Not good enough. This is the toughest and most painful day that I've experienced for sure, yeah. Uh, If you went to the game today, you deserve your money back. The players should give you your ticket, whatever you've paid, to get there and back because getting beat 9-0 is an absolute disgrace. Scott Parker must be absolutely destroyed. But this was wonderful, wonderful stuff and wonderful football. We're learning real, real harsh lessons. And at times it's probably not fair. In the end, it was the, the perfect football afternoon for us. A lot of different goal scorers, all these kind of things. So wonderful goals, fantastic situations. And we all know that we needed something like that. The Liverpool team should not get excited. After the first three games, our squad has got no depth. We've got no midfielders. What they've done today is just a one-off. Wait till they pay the big boys. They're going to struggle the season. Rick, you've won nine nil today. So as a Liverpool fan, do you, do you think we're going to go? In, uh, I'm going to say that we're going to win the league now. No, this is just a blip. I'm telling you now, we're going to struggle. We need proper players. When you mean proper players, you've got unbelievable players in your squad. Um, okay, Come on, so you're, friend, you're competing yeah. at the top, winning you. trophies every season. Got a brilliant team, and your net spend is low. Finished here, Manchester City four, Crystal Palace two, and it's a win that takes City to the top of the Premier League. What I notice with this Man City team, it's like they go two 0 down and. They're not even bothered. They've got this belief that they're champions that are going to just dig themselves out of a hole every time. And you just, you just, it's almost inevitable. Pep Guardiola, absolute genius. Haaland's in the penalty area for his hat-trick. And it's a first Premier League act hat-trick for Erling Haaland. I don't play for me. I play to win games, you know, and my role, of course, is a striker. And then I have to score goals, you know. So this is why I also... Love to be here because everybody play for each other. 13th career hat-trick at just the age of 22 is very impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. I have to say it's not bad. Incredible for him because he settled really well. He's so incredible humble. I'm really impressed how nice it is. I think his mum and dad make an incredible education to him. And it's nice that, uh, yeah, he's scoring what, uh, or he does what uh, no one in the world can do better. I just want to talk about Haaland quickly. He scored a hat-trick oh, wow. today. Gabs, wow, this boy is a bit special. special isn't he? For me... Haaland is going to be a superstar. He already is a superstar. He breaks the record he, of I goals think he, this season. He's not going to break the record. Was it 33, Sam? I think he will. Mate, he's got five goals in three games. And he's not even probably at his best yet. I'd still have Harry Kane in my team. Really? Harry Kane is that your Spurs hat? No, I'm, no. Is that, is I just that think, as an all-round football player, imagine Harry Kane in Man City's team. You got to remember that Haaland's playing for Man City. <sighs> it's, yeah, I mean he's going to be dangerous, isn't he? He's can dangerous. Can anyone? Can Headers, anyone? Everything. Can anyone compete? with Man City this season. No. That's six for the season now for Haaland. Should we just give him the golden boot now? City go top. It's finished here. Manchester City four, Crystal Palace two. It's finished. Chelsea two, Leicester one. A breathless game at Stamford Bridge, but it's ten-man Chelsea who take all three points. We showed mentality and courage and we, we, we showed the effort and discipline that was necessary to have the chance to 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 get the win and, and we got it with a bit of luck in the end to, to not concede the equaliser and uh, yeah, well done to the team. We'll be disappointed with the result but, uh, but that's a really good play in the game for us. It's been a difficult start to the season for us and it shouldn't have been. We should be sitting there with 12 points right now. I mean, yeah. I really do think we're going to struggle this season. Of course, after a loss last week, it's the best response. As a neutral, 
I find Chelsea boring to watch. That's just me being honest. I know you've got some top players, but I watch you and it's, it's not exciting. I watch Liverpool, I watch Manchester City. It's exciting. Yeah, I would rather much win trophies and much rather win games. Yeah, like, yeah of course. Then, then, then it was winning like 5-4 or like drawing for mm. real. Yeah. Very difficult game to beat Leicester City, right? And there's no talk about Chelsea doing well and coming back from 10 men. If that was Liverpool Football Club, the media would be all over it like a rash. Oh, fantastic. Liverpool showing heart, willingness, desire. They weren't great, but they got the job done. Leicester, though, had enough chances to win two games. Jamie Vardy, a real off day for him. You can't feel sorry for yourself. And, you know, because this is a, this is a league where uh, it's a really, really difficult league to, to be in. So you have to very quickly get over the disappointment. And now we've got a fantastic game on Thursday against Manchester United to uh, see if we can get our first win. Chelsea pick up their second win of the season for Leicester. It's now three defeats in a row. Testing times for Brendan Rodgers and his side. It's finished at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea 2, Leicester 1. Everton is still without a win this season after drawing with Brentford. Here's how the game sounded across on TalkSport 2 with reaction from manager Frank Lampard as well as from both Jamie and Gabby. Visser for Brentford into the area, left-hand corner of the box, puts it across from Bumo, steers it wide, and Bumo takes his time, measures the cross into the near post, headed out by Holgate, only as far as Norgard, drives it in off the post! I can't believe Frank Lampard is enjoying this. Ball over the top from Cody, finds Gordon in behind Zanka, Gordon into the area, Anthony Gordon! The man they're all talking about, that's why they want him! I can't believe, you know, some of the defenders were witnessing this afternoon. It's only his fifth goal for Everton could it be his last you just don't know Rico Henry's giving chase or oh, he's got the better of Patterson who let the ball bounce in it goes Tony with a header off the post comes out to Visser places it over the bar a third massive chance of the half for Brentford I can't believe it. the shambolic defending I'm seeing and they've still got a clean sheet at the moment Evan it's crazy and Bumo plays a little 1-2 with Hickey and Bumo goes for goal and it's only just wide right footed delivery from Jensen heading towards goal by Lewis Potter and touched in it's 1-1, Vitali Janelt! As the full-time whistle goes, and Everton still cannot get that three-point haul in the Premier League. Frustration for Frank, or at least one of them, maybe both. It's finished, Brentford 1, Everton 1. We think it's a fair point. They may feel that they could win the game. That's how we felt last week at home to Forest, and we didn't. Um, but we came here with a lot of good play and a lot of resilience and we get our point. His energy, his attitude, how he approached the game from before was brilliant and his composure to make the finish, which are the things that we always want to improve with Ant Work. He's a level of player that has to get to all scoring double figures a season. For me, that's, that's the benchmark and now where he's at, that's the next step for him. For me, I can't believe Everton are even considering letting go. They should be a, a complete not-for-sale sign on him. Early on in the, in the week, I was like, yes, but then I looked at them today, I looked at Everton and they rely on him. You know, he's, he's the one with the energy. Look at his goal today. The Great way, goal. And who else is going to step up in that team? Like Dwight McNeil is an OK player. Damari Gray is decent. But if they sell Gordon and then don't reinvest that money to a top-class winger striker, they're in trouble, mate. You can't, you can't, can't. Look, for me, if you, want to, if you want to compete in the Premier League like Everton should be competing yeah. in the Premier League, because they're a huge football club, Exactly. you don't sell your best players. The games we played, if people who are watching us will see we deserve more. Premier League doesn't give you that always it's just the way it is we just have to start from now and continue with the right attitude but it's important that we don't feel in any way too concerned 
Elsewhere, Alex Neal was not in the dugout as Sunderland suffered a 1-0 defeat to Norwich in the Championship. The Sunderland boss entering talks with Stoke, with him set to replace Michael O'Neill at the club, who was sacked last week. Is the best of TalkSport 2's coverage of the game at the Stadium of Light. Alex Neal's programme note said that if you'd have offered me the start we've had before the season, I would have taken it. The chances are, if they'd have offered him a better contract, he might well have taken that as well. When a manager has in his contract that if a club comes in and shows interest that he's allowed to talk to them, that's that's a red flag right there, isn't it, surely? I think a lot more could have been done to, to, to make sure that, that Alex Neal doesn't yep. move, you know, a one-year roll-on contract. As soon as he gets promoted, that, that, that contract should be signed. Pookie now looks to work it wide on the left, and there's a chance here for the cross. A cross goal must be a chance! And Sargent tucks it in from close range. Norwich pressure pays off. It's Sunderland nil, Norwich 1. He's getting into really good positions, he's, he's a handful, but it's pleasing for me that he actually scored from the right as well, which shows that you know he, he can, he's, he's very adaptable and can play you know um, both down the middle and on the right. Referee looks at his watch, and that will be it. Few boos around, frustration for Sunderland, who had two glorious chances in the second half. But here in the North East, the start of game day on TalkSport 2, it ends in the Championship. Sunderland nil, Norwich City 1. I think it galvanised you know, the, the supporters here and, the, and their, their team, and I thought you know, they, they carried out their game plan really well. They have to pick the right man, and if he's at another club, they have to go and pay whatever it is to, to get him out of that, that club. They have to think about the, the players that they've got. They have to think about the, the, the identity. This, this, is what, this is a massive decision in, in the yeah. future of Sunderland Football Club. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We end today with cricket in England, producing a remarkable performance to win the second test against South Africa by an innings in 85 runs. Talk Sports cricket editor John Norman was at Old Trafford and has all the details as Ben Stokes' men leveled the series at one all. A thumping win for England. They were made to wait a little longer than they possibly would have hoped for, but they took 10 wickets in the day to win the match handsomely. South Africa knew they were up against it, and indeed they were. They started the day 
242 runs behind, even making England bat again. And they lost both openers and Aidan Markram before the lunch break. It looked like it might be over by tea. But credit to van der Dussen, batting with a broken finger. And also Peterson, who's looked good throughout this tour so far. The two combining... Uh, to put on a partnership just shy of 100 for the fourth wicket before two breakthroughs in quick succession straight after the tea break. Ben Stokes, who else, on the weekend uh, that his documentary premiered on Amazon Prime. The second new ball was always going to be crucial, so it proved. It took just five overs and one delivery from Anderson and Robinson to wrap up the last at five wickets. South Africa subsiding from 172 for five to 179 not out. A great crowd here at Old Trafford enjoying their cricket on a Saturday. They were applauded by Ben Stokes upon that final wicket. And now these two teams head to the Oval. One apiece with it all to play for after England beat South Africa here in Manchester by an innings in 84 runs. So that's it for another TalkSport Daily podcast. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you always hit that subscribe button. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you can to get it. But until then, this has been TalkSport Daily. That was a podcast from TalkSport.